When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. Good morning and welcome to a Monday mini dose episode. I want to start this week with two short but sweet stories of love after loss from some previous guests on the podcast. The first story comes from my interview with Amanda Caps from episode 53 of the podcast. Amanda is adorable. Go back and listen to that full episode if you haven't done it already. That was episode 53. She has a really cute story of how she met her now husband, Justin. Let's take a listen. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I want to hear about the day that you met Justin. Um. (laughs) I want everybody to hear this story. <laughs> so oh, this was a funny story. Um, so I actually met him through my brother-in-law and um, and sister, and they were working together. And they worked at a furniture store here locally called Brashears. And um, my brother-in-law told me, because I was building this house, and of course I didn't have a lot of furniture, um, he's like, hey, we do this annual sale. You should come. You should buy furniture for your house. And, and so I did. And so Lance showed up to deliver And so he gets there and I'm like, I'm hugging him and saying hi. And, you know, and he's like, where, you know, where do you want us to put all, you know, this and all that. And we're trying to get that all squared away. And I hear this voice behind me and this, this guy's voice is, where's my hug? And I'm, I'm like spin around and there's this huge, like hunky, muscly six, four with like these sparkling blue eyes. And I literally, my jaw dropped. I blushed to the roots of my hair. I was like speechless, which is not something I normally struggle with. And, um, and I just was like, I couldn't even talk. Like I was just sputtering and it was really embarrassing. And anyway, we got the furniture delivered. We got it all situated. And I just thought, well, that is just fantastic. And I called my sister and I, later that afternoon. And I was like, who was on route with, with Lance, you know, today, I, like that was crazy. And she's like, oh, well, that's Justin. He's been in a you know long-term relationship and they're probably going to get married. And I was like, Oh, okay, no worries. And I just kind of blew it off and put it out of my mind. Well, so, you know, then later that night I dreamed about him and I made the mistake of telling my sister who told my brother-in-law who told him. So that was embarrassing. Um, and he and his girlfriend actually ended up breaking up about six months later. And we went on our first, uh, double date. Um, and basically, yeah, four months later to the day we got married. Love that. I think that's hysterical. <laughs> I can't believe but I still can't believe they told him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was not, I was not really happy with that. <laughs> was no. Oh my God. Okay. So that was, that was 18 months or so after Eric had passed away. Yep. Now, did you feel like 
dating at all before you met Justin or was like he the so only I had, one? I was going to say, I had dated a couple of guys, nothing that really, I mean, yeah, I mean, nothing that just really, I remember like there was just that feeling with Eric that like he felt like home. And that feeling was there again with Justin. And I was like, okay, I recognize this. This is something that's familiar to me. And so I latched, you know, onto that. And, and yeah, and it was just. Immediately. Yeah. You felt yeah. that like immediately. <laughs> just from, just Pretty from much. Saying, where's my hug? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep. That's all it took. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. So Justin's dad, um, you said, you said Justin is just, he's amazing and he he's very he understanding and he is very wonderful. gracious and just uh, totally gets everything because his dad is a mortician, you said. So he yes. grew yeah, up so, kind of. Yeah, that was just fantastic. Um, I mean, of course, I didn't know that, you know, initially when we first met, but, um, but yeah, that, that all kind of came, came you know, out as we got to know each other, you know, that his dad uh, was a funeral director and his mom was a nurse. And so he's like, you know, basically if my mom can't save him, you know, my dad handles it. So I was like, okay, really? And, but the great thing about it was he did have a really good understanding of what grief and grieving and grieving families look like. And so he was able to come into that situation um, and really just be very selfless in like, it wasn't about him at all. And he understood if we had bad days or if I had a day that I was just off or having, you know, or if the girls even, um, you know, there, there have been times where certain things have cropped up with them and we've done, you know, grief counseling at different times with them. And we've done, you know, things that we've needed to do to keep everybody healthy and healing and moving forward. Um, he's been incredibly supportive. Um, and sometimes he's just been a big shoulder to cry on. So he stepped right in and took over that dad role right away. Then. Yeah, he, he has never been that. married. Yeah, he had never been married before, so it was his first marriage, and of course, you know, it was my my second marriage. And um, so, yeah, I mean, he immediately stepped into being a husband and a dad um, to you know two very you know it's still in diapers, right? The, yeah, the, yeah. No, Elsie was about eighteen months at that time, and and Cassie was uh, she turned uh, she actually turned five a week after we got married. All right. So that was 2007, November of 2007 when you guys yep. got married. Yep. And then how many kids do you guys have now? Oh boy. So we actually have six together. So we have eight total. Um, so we're a blended family of eight. Um, we this next story of love after loss comes from my guest, Melissa Pierce from episode 45. Melissa had a unique approach to finding love again by manifesting this new person into her life. And that's exactly what she did. Let's take a listen. Be like, uh, I'm going to deal with you now, Melissa. So that's kind of how that happened. <laughs> okay, well, tell us about um, your thoughts on dating again. When did that kind of come in and when did you feel ready again? Yeah, great questions, Jen. Um, it was around like the 18 month, year and a half mark. Uh, I, I was doing a lot of work, 
you know, like the work of grieving, the work of understanding um, what had happened and, and who I was in all this, like how I had changed or was changing as a person and how I was actually really putting myself first. And I just was asking myself a lot of questions like, what do I, what do I want right now? Or what do I need right now? Sometimes it was like, well, I need a nap or yeah. what do I need right now. I need uh, a warm bath or I need a massage or I need someone to hug me or I want somebody to touch me. Um, so I was like, well, you know, I feel like I'm in a place where I just like to socialize and, and I like partnership. I'm good at partnership. I like being in partnership and so I just really had to get super clear about what I wanted in partnership so I one night I sat down with it was a couple glasses of wine and (laughs) and a pad of paper and a pencil and I just wrote free wrote like here's what I want in a partner potential partner or in dating or in a relationship and I just wrote and wrote 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 I have like three and a half pages of you know what kind of a um, a catalog order basically yes. of all these things and then I folded I it that. folded the sheet up <laughs> put it away in my desk I'm like okay you know like I'm gonna let go this is just gonna happen or it's not whatever I, I placed my order <laughs> you know? so I'm just I'm not gonna worry about it and um a couple months later I met uh this man named Sean through a meetup group. I think mm-hmm. they still have meetup groups. And it was like for uh, people over the age of 45. I was 45 at the time with kids. And so like singles oh. with kids. So there was all these fun events like kayaking and, um, you know, cool. dinners out. It was just really casual and kind of organic and stuff. Yeah. So I ended up um, meeting him. There was a dinner with 12 of us at this one restaurant that I always wanted to go to, but I didn't want to go alone. Perfect. Um, so I ended up just kind of casually, I was talking to a gal next to me and he was across the table from me and he had mentioned that he grew up in the same town that I grew up in. And so I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I grew up there too. Like, you know, what's your name? And he told me his name and I'm like, uh, like what year did you go to like what what year did you graduate Tigard or ti- or um, school Tigard is the name of the town mm-hmm. and uh, I was like 1984 I'm like well I did too I think we graduated high school together <laughs> and you know so we're trying to piece all this stuff and it ends up like we went to the same church what? we um he had gone on a choir trip with my brothers oh you know when they were kids what? you know like when he was nine and my brothers were like you know, 10 and 11. So he knew my brothers and we knew a lot of mutual people. And so it was just so freaky. And um, yeah, so we just, we got to know each other. We went on like an official date, like a month later and he's the first guy I dated and we ended up getting married five years ago. Oh my God. Yeah. That kind of, that kind of exchange where it's like, it's somebody that you knew or kind of, kind of sort of new through yeah. other people yeah but that automatically gives you that trust that you need right. you know yeah. it's not it like kind he's of a pre-vetted stranger <laughs> yeah you know? and so we would go like I would come back from a date and I'd so I'd pull my list out 
and I would start checking off. The, oh gosh, she hit this mark. Ooh, this is getting good. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, and some of the things were like not deal breakers. Like he is not the best speller in the world. He's a smart guy, incredibly intelligent, not the best speller. And that was kind of one of my things. It's like has to be a good speller because that was that just makes me crazy. It's one of my pet peeves. So I'm like, but that's not a deal breaker. You know, I can overlook that. But, this is so funny that you're yeah. saying that because my husband now, Doug, we we joke about that. I'm like, if you get T-H-E-I-R and T-H-E-Y, yeah. like, I wouldn't have married you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, he's a software engineer. So funny. Super, uh, isn't it funny? It's like, oh my gosh, that makes me crazy. <laughs> but, um, you know, the things we have to live with. But Okay. Uh, but yeah. when you first started seeing Sean, did you tell the boys that you were dating or did you mm -hmm. kind of just say, hey, I'm going out with the girls or whatever you said or what did yeah. you tell them? I, well, when I was thinking about it, I, I said, hey, kids, you know, I'm, this is what I'm thinking of, like, maybe, you know, going on some dates and, and they're just like, uh, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> can we go play our video game? Like, we don't want to talk about this. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like mom you do you so um they were just yeah they were they like him you know my youngest really wants kind of really accepted his like sean's father energy like sean he considers sean his parent you know because nice. he was 13 13 or 14 when when i met sean so he had you know, he had some solo years me, yeah. you know, with me as a solo parent. And, um, and he really loves Sean's energy. And Brad at that time, he respects Sean. They respect each other. But he's like, no, I don't need a dad. I have a dad, mm. you know. And, and, but they respect, I mean, everybody gets along. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like my mom gets along with his mom and they go on walks together. It's like our families just conjoined. Uh, it's, it's really cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Which is that something is awesome. I had on my list. That was on my list. Yeah. Yeah. You made it happen because you put it down, pen on paper. Yeah. You made it happen. Well, what was good about that is like, I, I think because I wrote all that stuff, I could recognize Sean when he crossed my path. Mm. You know? And then I also knew like if there was somebody that crossed my path, that didn't have these traits, I could be like, okay, you might be a nice person, but you're not for me. Yeah. Because I was super clear about this is what I want. This is what I want for me. This is what I want for my kids. And some of these things are deal breakers. And deal and, breakers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Well, what a happy ending. What a happy story. Yeah. Everything's been yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and then you said you did get married when? Five years ago? Yeah, 2015. Okay. Have you been thinking about dating again, but you're not sure where to even begin? I know exactly how that feels. And because I was so scared and so confused, I kept putting it off. I put it off for the longest time. And I want to help you. So sign up today for the Widow 180 Find Love Again Challenge. Go to www.widow180.com forward slash challenge. It's a three-day mini challenge where we're going to talk about common obstacles that are stopping you from putting yourself out there. Some big mistakes that widows make when it comes to dating again. 
and finding out what you really want now in your life because your life is so different and you are so different. So sign up today. I really would love to see you in there. It's www.widow180.com forward slash challenge. Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community, on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, How to Get Your Life Back Together After Loss, a 10-step checklist, head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.